Hi, welcome to my podcast, Talking Travel with Wendy. I travel the globe interviewing really cool people in small hospitality and tourism businesses. Join me each week as I discover and share something or someone new with you. You can find more at www.travelwithwendy.net. And remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy. Hi guys, I'm back. So, when not to visit Hawaii. I really struggled with writing this content for my recent visit to Hawaii this past February. I'm still a bit traumatized. Uh, For sure, if you travel as much as we do, you're not going to win them all. I struggled even with the title, Hawaii Epic Fail, or Hawaii in February Really Bites. But I landed on this, when not to visit Hawaii. Traveling absolutely has challenges, always. However, after completing my travel agent State of Hawaii specialist course, I thought I had all the details, even when not to visit Hawaii. As it turns out, Hawaii does not have 72 degree sunny days every single day, and there is a rainy season. And now I know this is how the rates drop, and it's just a bit cheaper to fly and stay on the island. So I'm much more the wiser. I'm leading in with this really uplifting article and content, but uh, I got to be honest, right? So here's a recap of what became a hysterical, sad story, and I'm giving you the details so you know when not to visit Hawaii. First of all, there is a rainy season, and it rained nine out of the 10 days this past February 17th to the 27th on the Big Island. So I apologize for all the gray, sad photos and videos. It was truly out of my control. We did explore and have moments of awe, (laughs) for sure. The Big Island had a huge draw for me because of all the hiking, snorkeling, and sea life I had read about. And in my defense, even if you Google when not to visit Hawaii, February is not even listed as a bad month. According to the Vacation Hawaii Guide, they say June through November. So that's not even on there. Holy costs a lot. I know as a travel advisor agent that Hawaii is the most expensive U.S. destination next to Alaska, but we were unbelievably unprepared for how much more it would be. After all, we'd visited Luxembourg, Switzerland, Belgium, Iceland. Hawaii has surpassed them all. Whatever you budgeted or spent before you hit the island, be prepared to spend a bit more. And at some point, we just went with it. What are you going to do? You got to eat, right? One breakfast at the resort, we ordered avocado toast, ham and cheese croissant, two coffees, and an orange juice, and it was $70 with tip. Yeah, no kidding. We learned very quickly to find local places that were affordable and decent. Here's a travel tip, too. You can lose a little weight on these vacations and save money if you split meals, which is what we ended up doing. Hashtag not kidding. One of our favorite affordable spots was the Island Gourmet Market located in Hilton's Waikoloa Village Resort and was within walking distance of the Hilton Resort too. About 30 minute walk. So we got a little bit of exercise too. You can do the shuttle from the resort. It's about $10 per person round trip. We found many more local places that were unique throughout the island too and I'll share that below in Good Eats. We stayed in the Waikoloa Resort area for five days and then made our way to the Kilauea Military Camp and Hawaii Volcano National Park. Additionally, when not to visit Hawaii, it's really bad luck and poor timing on our part, but the volcano that has been active for forever was not during our stay, unfortunately. So staying at the volcano and at KMC or the Kilauea Military Camp, 
I know that the stay here is not accessible for everyone, but if you're active duty and retiree, you can stay here at the camp. But close by, there is the Volcano Lodge at the National Volcano Park, and we liked it there a lot. It seemed very nice. There's a gift shop and a couple of restaurants. The military camp has cabins and houses that date back to the 40s, and President Eisenhower actually stayed here while visiting too. Stays are based on rank, and a full colonel and above can stay at the Eisenhower house. We enjoyed the smaller one bedroom cabin closer to the parade circle. Our cabin had a fully handicapable bathroom, mini kitchen with coffee service, living room with fireplace, and two double beds. And they do give you enough coffee for a few days. It was super cozy on the rainy days. We just curled up on the couch with the fireplace and watched Netflix while the rain came down outside. The camp is within walking distance of the volcano, and there are several trails that abound. When the volcano is active, visitors and staff tell us to go at night to see the ground all aglow. Again, it totally bit because it was too foggy and rainy and soggy, and I would recommend a few of the trails. We did go one morning, but I had to wear my boots because it was so slippery. But there is incredible scenery despite it being super foggy. Check out more of that in the vlog coming out soon. So Good Eats. When you visit Hawaii, you'll want to try out some restaurants, of course, and there are plenty of Good Eats around the island. Here are a few that I really enjoyed. Like I said, the Big Island Gourmet Market was one of our favorites. We visited here for breakfast one day and also for lunch. It was affordable, fresh, and close to the resort. And one morning we enjoyed pancakes and egg sandwiches with uh, side potatoes. And then lunch, we had steak and cheese sandwiches with curly fries and a Reuben. All for a very reasonable price. They also have supplies too if you want to just get food and take it back to the room. Another place I really enjoyed was called Island Greens, located in the same market as Big Island. It had fresh greens and salad options, fresh meat and fish, also vegetarian. The service was really great, and it was just refreshing to have a different kind of menu. Another restaurant close by in the Waikoloa Shopping Village is A Bay's Island Grill. Seating was tight and busy, so I would recommend reservations. John and I enjoyed drinks and our lunch at the bar, and they had open seating for this. The fresh menu was exciting too with fish options and the snappy bartender. Also about 30 minutes walk from the Hilton Resort. Another restaurant on the Waikoloa side was Foster's Kitchen, and this was in the town of Kona. The staff was professional, attentive, and ready to serve. Our plates were also fresh. We enjoyed a Thai chicken salad, grilled fish, pimento cheese, and Cajun shrimp appetizer, as well as grilled fish for the day. The day we'd visited, it was a little bit rainy and windy, and so the porch was a little challenging, but the views you could tell on a nice day would have been really nice. So here's a tip, definitely during busy times in resort areas, you're going to want to have a reservation. So be sure to check the app or in Google Maps for that restaurant if there is a reservation app to uh, make one. 
So now on the Hilo side, one of the best restaurants in Hilo we actually had a chance to go visit is the Hilo Bay Club. And we were thrilled to even find a seat here. We did go at the two o'clock hour, so we had missed the lunch rush hour and we were there before the happy hour crew. They had wonderful food. We had crab cakes with remoulade sauce. We also had the Bombay fried chicken bowl with curry, potatoes, chimichurri, uh, curry slaw, and pickled onions. The drinks were really well done, too. I'm just drooling thinking about it. Yum. Another place in Hilo is the Kula Shaved Ice. Shaved Ice is a local delicacy that everyone goes to Hawaii to try, and I couldn't not try it. But we had visited Kula Shaved Ice, and they had a wonderful acai bowl that was unbelievable life-changing. It was really, really delicious. The ice itself was made with ice I'm not pronouncing that right. Acai. <laughs> and as John says, it was Leckerschmecker. And it had oatmeal in it and berries and strawberries and a little local honey. Very, very good. And I felt a little bit healthy. <laughs> Okay, next up is activities. We were able to do a few activities despite the horrific weather. And one of my absolute favorites was swimming with the manta rays. Now, I heard about this from my friend Kim and she said, you definitely have to do this because swimming with the manta rays is something you cannot miss when you're on the big island. So it was unforgettable. I'll put the links to the exact tour that I took. The boat that they had us take out was not too small. And I have to say, I saw some that were very small out there. I would not have done well. The water was extremely choppy and it was about a 40 minute boat ride from the marina to the Manta Ray location. I met some honeymooners, families, and everyone on board had said they were so excited for this experience that you heard nothing but wonderful things, and they were right. It was so incredible to meet these gentle sea creatures and swim with them. And be sure to check out my vlog for the underwater footage as well. Here's a travel tip. Definitely bring some sea bands. I'll put the links of my favorite in the description for motion sickness. Everyone gets a little bit motion sickness because you do have to head out on some choppy water to get to the Manta Ray home. Another activity I really liked was visiting the Black Sand Beach. This unique and unearthly looking beach is a tourist highlight when visiting Hawaii Island. And we had another overcast sky and the water was a bit too rough to get in and play with the turtles. So we sat along the coast and watched the waves rush in. During our visit, there was a sea turtle napping that was protected by wildlife workers. And there's a souvenir shop there as well. You can buy some t-shirts and sweaters, which I did because the temperature dropped when the wind started blowing. Parking can be a bit tricky there, so if you don't mind walking a little bit, there's a much larger parking lot. Before you get close to the beach, you do have to walk by some abandoned buildings that look a bit sketch, but it's easier to park there and then walk to the beach. Here is another travel tip. The Black Sand Beach is super hot as well, so you'll want to get in. Make sure you have some kind of beach shoes or, you know, rocky water shoes to have as well. Another activity that I loved was visiting Rainbow Falls in Hilo. Hilo is the big town on the west coast of Hawaii Island. It is the tropical side, has more rain, so the falls was just flowing. 
<laughs> Locals told us that the roads to Hilo had been washed out and not drivable. So we looped around the island in what was an unconventional way to get to Hilo. And I really enjoyed stopping here. Rainbow Falls is located right in the town of Hilo. It's a very nice touristy stop. They have plenty of parking. Although it rained so much while we were there that uh, taking videos and photos was a little bit hard. So enjoy, enjoy it, I guess, because the rain was to our benefit for the falls. So to wrap it up, I have shared when not to visit Hawaii. I would definitely skip January and February, even probably into March. Although I had friends go a week or two later and they had wonderful sunny days. So you just never know. And I know with global warming, it's a bit unpredictable. (laughs) So the hits just kept coming for us. And as we made our way back to the airport, we heard the fantastic news that Los Angeles and our flight was going to have a nine-hour delay due to snow. So the first time it had snowed in L.A., and it had delayed our flight. It ended up taking us 36 hours to get back to Alabama. So I just want you to know that this stuff happens to travel professionals as well, and that no one is uh, unscathed with travel hiccups. So I just want to remind you it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy but now that I have shared when not to visit Hawaii I hope that you will make your plans to these tropical islands in the appropriate time till next time ciao